Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. September 11, 2020, the We Will Never Forget edition. Begin with the CFTC, which has issued guidance on corporate compliance programs, although you might wonder exactly what is in the guidance because it's only three pages. Uh, You have to wonder whether it is just another attempted evisceration by the Trump administration of all CFTC enforcement actions by basically having such inane guidelines around compliance programs to either be completely nonsensical, completely ineffective, or completely useless. Uh, you're going to be graded on something uh, that they can't even put on paper. It's going to be somewhat difficult, and maybe they'll just say, look, uh, you know, we followed your three pages, and this is what we got. Um, <clears throat> next up, in just a chilling article in the New York Times by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight reporters entitled How a Massive Bomb Came Together in Beirut's Port. It details the massive bomb that exploded in Beirut earlier this summer directly as the result of corruption. As I read this uh, today, um, I became more and more agitated. And to think about this, literally, when I read it the day before, 19 years to 9-11, it really drove home to me the invidiousness of corruption and why not simply prosecutors, regulators, and enforcement agencies have a role in the fight against bribery and corruption, but each one of us as compliance professionals do. I hope you will uh, take a look at this article. It's a long read, but it's got some incredibly cool interactive graphics, and it explains the invidiousness of corruption, how it has destroyed the uh, civil society in Lebanon. There's no functioning government. Uh, No one can get anything done. They couldn't even upgrade a computer system at the port because uh, people didn't want the corruption being tracked in any way. So check check out this uh, article from the uh, New York Times. Next up from the Washington Post, the Justice Department charges 57 people with trying to steal $175 million in PPP funds. The um, DOJ, or rather the uh, uh, Small Business Administration, uh, had no comment, but Acting Assistant Attorney General Brian Rabbit said that uh, this crisis has brought out the worst in many and that uh, the DOJ will go after those who received money on behalf of fake companies, legit business owners accused of spending money on luxury items for themselves rather than paying employees, people who knew they were not eligible but applied anyway, businesses that allegedly double-dipped in the program. Uh, One former NFL player followed false documents, doctors accused of stealing from patients, suburban homeowners pretending to be farmers, and rings of people trying to steal tens of millions of dollars. So the PPP fraud is ongoing, but the Department of Justice seems very committed to rooting it out. And finally, from the Houston Chronicle, there is a city outside Houston called Baytown, and it has a high school named Robert E. Lee. And yesterday, the school board voted to keep the name Robert E. Lee. Um, This is a fairly unbelievable, but perhaps not a decision from Baytown, and it really speaks to the mentality of the people in that town.
If you haven't already done so, please take a minute to think about this day and what happened 19 years ago and how America changed forever. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.